Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Podcast. No, I was going to start with a big long ladies and gentlemen, but it always sounds really dumb. Okay, well, you know, at least the guys know that when you do it, you know that it sounds dumb. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Do you know you know what I mean, though? The whole lady there. Yeah, we're not big enough to do that. Unless we're not... you are a, like a boxing like ring announcer. There's one guy, I think. I think there is a boxing ring announcer, you know, like yeah. for any of the professionals. He stuff. was also in Celebrity Deathmatch. He did that. I assume that's not celebrities fighting to the death. Have you never seen Celebrity Deathmatch? Have I not seen Hold some? on, let's pause this for a second. Welcome back to Pudding Boys, uh, the podcast about everything and nothing. This week, clearly, we're talking about the Celebrity Deathmatch. Every oh, week, we ramble no. on. Yeah, it's the... The clay thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> about something nerdy, review and rate a classic album in Numbers of the Beast, and finally discuss and sample a pudding from around the globe in Pudding of the Week. I'm Bloor. I'm fascinated by the test match that's going on at the minute. Oh my God. He's Naylor and we are the Pudding Boys. What is it? It was. It's not Mike Judge. He's the guy that did Beavis and Butthead. Mike Judge, isn't it? it no, is... that's the... No. The Disruption Death Match. Was it Mike Judge? I think so. I think he was involved. Eric Fogel. Eric Fogel. Is he not still involved in Beavis? No, but I was thinking of who did Celebrity Deathmatch. Mills Lane is the announcer. Oh, Eric Fogel was... He was Daria. He was involved in that. I hate Daria. I don't mind Daria. Yeah, it's so irritating. I think it was the people that watched Daria. I think the problem is that Daria has become a bit of an archetype for other things Wednesday. Oh, is that the same thing? It basically, like uh, Greenpeace pseudo goth. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Mills Lane is the boxing announcer, the the big one. Oh yeah, he's the guy that they have to like. His voice is entertain. He's insured for like a billion pounds because he's the only guy that can do the ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. Which is, I, I, I might be making that up, but I'm sure I had a, uh, an interview with him. Fair enough. Either well, way, either way, we're not going to do the ladies and gentlemen. So, <laughs> yeah, you're so, not him. This week in the the preamble ramble. That's better. I well, we can't voice. we can't use preamble rumble because that's what Miniac and Ninjon call theirs. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're funnier than us and so, better at painting. Yeah, and they have you know stuff to say. Yeah, we've got stuff to say. It's just I've got some stuff to say. It's just yeah, absolutely <laughs> it's horseshit. even about Warhammer today. It is it? about Warhammer. So uh, it looks like we're resigned to the nerdy natter. <sighs> now me, I'm quitting. <laughs> I don't like podcasting anymore. So yesterday I played in an, in an official. Warhammer World Kill Team Tournament. I got sweaty with the boys. You went to Warhammer World to play Warhammer. Yes. With Warhammerists. With Warhammerists, and you had to buy tickets, and there were actual, the proper trophies. Hmm. Like, really cool trophies. Um, so, you I was just going to... those? No, I didn't get any of those. <laughs> let's, well, let's just give you a run-through of the day. So, get there, obviously. Do you know what? On the way... I was listening to the Top Gun soundtrack. At least you didn't listen to this week's Numbers of the Beast on the way there. No, you would have lost every game. I didn't want to ruin my day. <laughs> so I was listening to the, the Top Gun soundtrack and get there, we had to sit around, have a green tea while we're everyone's registering. You're the coolest dude I know. Well, I can't have coffee, can I? So, um, And yeah, 
registered or fine, got a cool little uh, lanyard with an official looking badge on it to say that you're a participant in the tournament. That's quite nice. You know, yeah, with, you're going to wear that everywhere. Now. With the incorrect <laughs> schedule printed on the back Obviously. because Games Workshop, yeah. they're not going to get something they're right. They're not reprinting it. No, fuck that. <laughs> the the guy it. was like, sorry, the schedule of the back is wrong. We said to the printers... You sent it to the printers. It's on a fucking inkjet. I can see that from here. You didn't want to print it again. The printers is in, in like a school or a library. Yeah, there's there's seventy participants, and it's you could probably fit about ten on an A4 page. So what you didn't want to do is use seven pieces of paper, you idle shit. What it means is we've laminated them already, and we're not doing yeah. it again. Uh, so we got our badges. Then it was time for the first pairings. Now, you use an app for pairings, which is quite cool of Games Workshop, actually, because it's, it's an app that, like, everyone uses. It's not GW's app, so it's called Best Coast Pairings, uh, and it keeps track of all your tournament play. I was going to say, I guess they use that for stuff like Magic and Pokemon and stuff as well. Everything though. like yeah. that, yeah. It's even got, like, the Naruto trading card game. It's, it's got everything oh, on okay, it. Okay, that's fair. Um, so it's good that Games Workshop used that. So I opened up Best Coast Pairings, um, my first match was against one of the teams that I didn't want to play against, which was Galapox. Because exactly the same as you. Because I brought Galapox. So we just, it was, both of us were kind of laughing about it because it was just stupid. We just mashed our guys. They were like a kid playing with their action figures, <laughs> just slamming them together. That's essentially what we were doing. Yeah, action Man might be fighting or he might be making love to Dr. X. You can't really tell. Yeah, he might be kissing Dr. X tenderly. It depends whether Dr. X is facing forward or not. Yeah. Is it a fight or just a hate fuck? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm selling all my Action Man. Yeah, they're, I already have. they're going on eBay. Uh, I never had any Action Man. Never mind. Uh, so we were we were just down to dice rolls. Like Even the, the guy I was playing... Yeah, it didn't work out for me. I lost that game, uh, I think, 13-15. And then we get we both got two points for having a painted army. Every match had two points for painting your army, but... That's two points I'm losing. Everyone had... Well, no, you can't enter without painted army. So oh. it's like, okay, what was fine. the point in that? Good one, GW. That's so, the participation ribbon, isn't it? It is, yeah. So that no one gets zero. And some of them should have got zero. I saw some of those paint jobs. <laughs> Well, this is this is the little bit of sauce. The guy I played against was really cool, and we just had a chill time. Um, but he did win by a little bit, not a lot, because as I say, same team just mashing together. My uh, my Galapox did look a lot better. So that's you know that's the solace you get. You get a little bit of solace from the fact that at least mine look better. Yeah. And you know, if you the, could roll, the tournament's not going on anymore, but mine still look better. Yeah, he yeah. Unless you won some green stuff, yeah, as the booby prize. <laughs> go and have another go. Oh, there was some prizes. I did get something, uh, but everyone did presents, participation presents. Mm. Um, so that was that was fine. I lost, and it was like I still got three games. I I wanted to win a game. Mm. Okay, my first thought was I want to be in the top half. So out of seventy people, um, I think only sixty six actually showed up. So out of sixty six people, I wanted to come thirty third or higher. And then once I lost that first game, I was like, okay, this is actually going to be a little harder than I thought. I want to just win one. If yeah. I lose all four, I feel a bit shit, but I want to win one. Yeah, you Second want to come game, away with something. Yeah. Second game starts, and uh, it's against Phobos Marines. Now, Phobos Marines are the bottom-ranked team 
Absolute bottom. Phobos. I don't even know. I'm... Yeah, apart from the compendium teams, so the ones that are made of just bits from your army. So out of the bespoke kill team teams, mm-hmm. Phobos are the worst. They're space marines, but like tactical ones. Oh, yeah. I hate the way they look. They look pretty dumb. Yeah, they're space marines, Slender. but they've put shitloads of sights and yeah, covered in sights, aerials, and... and they are thin. Is it? They the, didn't look these right. These are the guys that are playing. These are most of the guys that are playing airsoft. Yeah, these are airsoft marines. Yeah, yeah. I, I can make it up with more yeah. sights and torches. Definitely. But if you follow the Blow Paints Minis channel, you'll see how Nobody the terrain... Nobody follows the Blow Paints Minis channel. More people follow that than they follow the PV. <laughs> I'm not surprised if you heard us. Well, the, uh, the terrain for that match... Hmm. So he had this great big... Because you, you roll off and he picked his side of the board. Um, and it's the only time of the day that I ever saw anyone choose a different side. Hmm. Usually you go, well, I'm already standing here. I'm not going to pick because they're usually equal. Not this time. He had like a great big container to hide behind, which he could fit her whole team behind. Mm. And he only has six in his team anyway. And then he had a vantage point with cover in front of mm. it in his spawn zone. Okay. His guns That's... aren't range. They are unlimited range. Do you know what I had? I had a statue that was big enough for two models to sit behind. Let that fucking sink in. I have a team... Of 14 models, and I could fit two of them in cover. He had played against Galapox before, so he knew I couldn't reach him. Yeah, he knows he's got to pick you off before you get across the board. Essentially, yeah. And so he didn't put anyone in conceal. No. Just so all of them were open fire. As soon as you move. So the very first go, he shot, killed Volgar, which is my leader, my biggest weapon. Um, And even... He, even the way he placed his barricades, I don't blame him. And he was he was a really nice guy. No, if you're going to pick Phobos, he had to work got for it, to yeah. play that, yeah. Um, and I probably was his only win of the day because they are awful. Mm. Um, and this was just there was n- even the best player in the world, even Ace, who's ranked number one, Ace. using Galapagos. That's his name. That's his yeah. Does he sign everything off with a couple of finger guns? I hope so. <laughs> uh, I'll get on to Ace and his team in a bit though. They so even he I think would have struggled to win that with Galapox. Yeah, that's a real setup. I just couldn't like, do anything. Yeah, you can't do anything about that. Yeah. A, yeah, even even other teams would have struggled because there was no cover. Galapox were annihilated, so I, I lost that one. Then it was lunchtime, and because I'd lost both games, it was like I really need to get one win. I've just got to get one win. Uh, luckily, it's Swiss, so. You're playing losers. You play, yeah. If I lost two, I'm going to play against someone else who's lost two. But it's Swiss, but with secondary objectives or, or goal scoring, as you said in football. Yeah. So I was against the people who had lost two. Run rate if we're talking cricket. There you go. <laughs> against the people that had lost two that had done well, because I lost, yeah. but even, do you know the one against Phobos? Yeah. Even though I was completely fucked, I you're still own one VP less than him. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though, isn't it? You kind of prioritise. So you say, okay, I'm not going to I win. just went for objectives, yeah. yeah. Let's get um, my tackles. I But because I couldn't kill anyone, I killed one of his Marines, and I think it was a pity kill. Hmm. Um, he, like, just left him there for me to chop. But, yeah, I just went for the objectives, and, and it was it was fine. But the guy was a really great guy. Actually, you get a slip, and you can pick your favourite player hmm. that you played against, and I put him down because he was such a, a cool guy. You put a little smiley face. I put a little heart him. and a lot yeah. of kisses, and I wrote my phone number in case they passed it on to him. <laughs> uh, 
so I went for went for lunch. I obviously couldn't eat the lunch that I paid for because stomach issues. Mm. So I had my carrot sticks and celery sticks while everyone around me had. Do you know those Cumberland sausage to a mm. whole coil? You get a whole coil and gravy and like potatoes and veg, but for some reason you also got a slice of pizza on the side. That that's a balance. And you could have a pudding. <laughs> You could have a pudding as well <laughs> and a drink. And pizza. Like it was, it was pretty great. I and we start coming to Warhammer. And we know the guy in charge of the kitchen. Hmm. So, I am, I am assuming it was cooked very nicely as well. Yeah. Like that veg is not going to be overcooked veg. No, it's not going to go to mush in your mouth as yeah. soon as it goes. Yeah. Our mate is not going to let that happen. No. He, he would, he would recall those broccoli bits. Yeah, he's coming out. He's, he's, he's coming moving. out, taking he, your plate. He's Ronaldoing that away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, so lunch was cool. I met uh, I met a few more guys, and I met with uh, my mates who I'd gone with our, mm. our team, the Knots Kill Team. And uh, yeah, it, it was good. After after dinner, that's when the the pressure was on mm. because I had to win. I had to win at least one game, and I went up against a guy. I won't say his first name because I'm not going to dox the guy on the internet. But uh, his last name was Cox, not C O X, C O C K S. Now, because I'm a child, <laughs> when we were signing up for the competition, I'd actually screenshotted the pairings. You looked at it and thought, I want to beat Cox. And I'd send that to my mate and I'd said, this guy's name's Cox. <laughs> the, I mean, that's incredible. Incredible. Look. Once again, though, the terrain, fucking awful for me. Uh, but he was, he was playing Corsairs, which second out of the third, so four, three teams so far, hmm. this is one of the other teams. Corsair. There's three teams I didn't want to fight against. Galapox, Corsairs, and Pathfinders. Because Galapox would be annoying. Corsairs and Pathfinders are like perfect counters to Galapox. Range, isn't it, again? Range, yeah. and they all get a free dash. Yeah. So they're mobile. Yeah. So you're not touching them, you're not getting to them. Yeah, you're not cornering these yeah. dudes. Now, the problem there was he came to me. Huh? I had to funnel my way through once again. Blow paints minis. If you have a look at the uh, the terrain, I had to like go through an entire S shape of heavy terrain to get to him. So he came to me. They're not melee dudes. Aren't no, they, they've got like eight wounds, so I can hit them once with a gallopox and kill them. They're only a little bit tougher than a pathfinder. It was I. I had no idea what he was doing, but he seemed to know a lot about the game. Does this feel like he was trying to do kind of an... He, you're, ex, he, you're expecting him to go range. Maybe. So he's trying to do an anti-meta thing. Maybe, but Galapox are not the ones you want to do that to. No, it's really easy. <laughs> Even I understand Yeah. that if you hit the Galapox hard from distance, they're not getting to you and they're not, win- so not going to do anything from over there. I won that one 15-5. Okay. Um... So that was a that was That's a quite comprehensive for a yes. kill team. And I scored all of my secondary objectives on that one. So I'm now loss loss win, but because on all of those games my objectives were high, uh, all my secondary Your objectives were was high scored. I was right it at the top of the the two lose one win, uh, and then I went into the third game, a uh, fourth game. Sorry, fucking Pathfinders. So. Of the three teams I didn't want to fight, I yeah. fought all three. But, and once again, he had some nice cover and stuff in his area, but the rest of the terrain was really good for Galapox. He probably like stuff outplayed that he could me. could hide and creep behind him. Yeah. He, uh, honestly, he probably 
played better than I did. He was just fucked from... Yeah. yeah if okay. it was like boxing, where they do a judge yeah. thing, he would have got the win. But no, it's not boxing. We're matching this to all the sports. Oh, Actually, we are. Like, all the real is sports. a decathlon. Yes. <laughs> so I, I won that. So I ended up quite happy. Lose, lose, win, win. Clearly, I was just getting warmed up. If it was five games, I would have won another. Hmm. Because I was... Once the Geller gets steamrolling, they get in there. It's not that rollout. Yeah. Because it's Pokemon now as it's well. It's Pokemon as well. It's competitive video games. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, really good time. I entered in the painting competition just because why not? It's free. Well, you already there. Yeah. And do you know what? Looking at the cabinet, I was not going to get top three because there's a prize for first, second, and third mm. best painted. No way. Your no way in hell. Good, though, like, they, but they, they've that's got what the I'm trousers, say. haven't they? They've got the trousers. Of all of the teams in the cabinet, maybe mine would have been the 10th best. Mm. Maybe. Maybe 10 or 11. Um, so they, they were good enough to be in the cabinet. And some of the other Galapox were in the cabinet as well. And mine were far better. Unfortunately, because Galapox, a lot of people tend to go for bright colours, and so did I. They were before mine in the cabinet. So mine were like on the last very end. So by the time you got to mine, you're probably bored of seeing Galapox in fluorescent colours. But mm. mine were the well-painted Galapox in fluorescent colours. And multiple people that saw my team afterwards said they saw it in the cabinet and they thought they were really good. So that, oh, that's, that's quite nice. nice. That's yeah. quite so I got something from that. Yeah. Uh, and some of them were the Spanish guys that had come over from Spain to completely eviscerate everyone. One because... of your pals is one of the Spanish yes, guys, isn't he? Yeah. Um, so I didn't win any painting ones, and obviously I did not come top three to win a trophy. Proper trophies, like chainsword holding marine arm in bronze, silver, and gold. One that's going in the cabinet. One, yeah, oh yeah. Like one that's going with your hobby stuff. Mm. Like I would have that. I mean, I've never won a trophy for anything, so I would fucking, I would have that out. None of our listeners are surprised. No, well, it's Golden Demon twenty thirty. I'm going to win it, so. That's, that's the aim. <laughs> Mark has been set with a... Well, dude, you've only got seven years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, seven years to practice. So it was a really good day. The The Spanish absolutely dominated. They got first prize. They got third prize. And Miguel, who was like half Spanish, half UK, he, he got fourth. So that was amazing. And he was actually signed up as our team, our club. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so our club got a real boost from him. Um, one of my friends got second best painted. Hmm. third best painted judges painting award and first place painted all Spanish Hmm. now if there's 20 Spaniards showing up and they're all voting for each other's teams I just wonder no they did look good they did look good but (laughs) But... (laughs) but I would have preferred it to be the painting competition wasn't judged it was voted Uh, yeah you need a bit of objectivity yeah you need and my, I think my friend's crude because kind of what you're saying there is someone who shit at painting. Yeah, their opinion is as valid as Ninjon. Yes, yeah. Well, that's not true. That's not no. Yeah, someone should be telling so you. I I was thinking they might have got uh, Louise. I can't remember her last name. She does the Warhammer World painting tutorials. Like she's she's a professional painter, and if you see her stuff. I can't remember last name. It's the the orc guy uh, on the Savage Orc guy. Something I'll have like that. past them when you got yeah. me into it on YouTube. So her her painting is insane. It's mm. super colourful, incredible stuff. You Louise Subden, that's it. Um, so of the pro painters, she is definitely up there. 
in terms of style as well as yeah you can tell us you know yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I was hoping she'd pop down and like have a yeah. look at them but no no it was voted which is it's still cool I just it's feel cool. like it's, like I say it's diluted a bit you want someone who's is. very good telling you that yours are okay yeah you don't want someone who's terrible telling them they quite like yours yeah, but, yeah definitely but you could you should do this instead you should probably do this yeah but I don't want that to take away from from my friend's second place because that like there was some really good teams in there. And his, dude still think in my opinion, good. his was the best. Mm. Like, they were so cool. Um, the, the the crew that I've posted on, Blopin's Minis, if you want to have a look. Uh, maybe I'll put them on the Pudding Boys ones because we talked about it so much yeah, as well. Yeah, you could do something. Yeah, for the, the picture yeah, of the week. Yeah, a trifle or something. Uh, the, the crew are like carrot sticks or something. Yeah, just mix it up with some food. Get the AI to do it for me again. I'm being lazy. <laughs> the AI art's working nicely. So I had a very fun time. We got given some some presents, so some Kill Team dice, some Kill Team sleeves, some Kill Team dog tags. So they'll be on eBay if you're interested in that. Uh, they're going to go really well with your Machine Head t-shirt. <laughs> Whoa, they would. Yeah, Slipknot. Oh, God, the guy I was speaking to on Facebook that told me he wanted to do a Mordheim Carnival of Chaos team themed after Slipknot <laughs> would fucking love these dog tags oh man maybe you should do one themed after Ghost because they're going the same they're going way. the same fucking way so it's essentially I had a great day very tiring four games is a lot standing um, in the Warhammer I don't, I've never actually been to like the, the gamey bit but it's, it's essentially warehouse isn't it yeah but it, it was one. It, it's, it was a nice atmosphere nice though. warehouse yeah nice yeah. warehouse very nice warehouse but so, we're not talking you know nice bespoke coffee shop with comfy sofas and little no, tables no but one thing that annoyed me because I really enjoyed myself the uh, the guy at the end announced like oh the next tournament's on Friday March the 31st and he's like, there's going to be a lot more tournaments on weekdays. And people were cheering. I was like, why are you cheering? So clearly everyone works in retail and can't get Saturdays retail off. hospitality. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, well... That's me gone. That's me gone from all these tournaments. So I'm hoping they still do some stuff on weekends. Because I really, I, I really enjoyed myself. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we will see. Because I'm not using holiday days to go to that. No. No, no, you... Know. you, you your annual leave is fairly precious if you you don't want to get biffed around for a day yeah 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 because if it's not a good day it's not a good day day. that's like taking a day off to clean the house yeah do you know what wasn't a good day numbers of the beast welcome again to numbers of the beast pudding boys audience this segment of the show Naylor and I have a good long listen to a classic album and rank each song on it out of seven before averaging them out to create an album score and ranking them against the rest of that band's discography right now we're working our way through the vast catalogue of Ghost and this week it's a prequel that's definitely how he says that's it that's how he says that. it a prequel Eh, where's the Mariola sauce? <laughs> well, this is where he did the Cardinal Copia thing, wasn't it? So actually, yeah, he did lean into the... Uh, oh, did he go heavily yeah. into the Italian? Yeah. So, yes, let me get my numbers up. Here we are. Have actually Let's... done them before we've done the segment this time? Yeah, yeah, I've got them ready. So we're, we start with Ashes, but obviously that's nothing because it's just uh, an intro thing. Mm-hmm. Probably the best track on the album. Dom. <laughs> Ashes. Mm-hmm. With the just a tissue, a tissue, yeah, awful yeah. no. was, What I'm saying is the nursery rhyme at the start that is was, better than the other. Yeah, rats, rats. I get, I get rats a seven. 
I gave Rats a six. Because and, uh, do you know what? I, I read an interview with him when this came. This is the only song off the album that I knew reasonably well. Yeah. Before I did this week, there's a good reason for that. And he it's said, a single, when, isn't it? Yeah, um, it was the first one. They did the video, but he said when he bought it out, he wanted to do, you know, like Ozzy Osbourne? Yeah. He had those big, like, stadium openers in the late 80s. So you got things like Over the Mountain, I Don't Know. Yeah. Those big kind of open riff sounding things, big bass drum going on. Mm-hmm. And Rats fucking nailed that. I yeah, really that's actually... Because it. it doesn't sound like the rest of... Yeah, uh, the rest of Ghost's catalogue. It doesn't. It doesn't really it must sound have like been a missing, song. Um, that kind of opener. Although I would still say that like Death Knell would be a good opener because it starts on nothing and then has the ding. Yeah, but that would have suited old Ghost with the swinging. You know, the the smell yeah, thing. Yeah, that the, would have been. Yeah. This is very. It's very new Ghost. Yeah. Very like polished, snazzy new Ghost. But this opening a set that finishes with Square Hammer. Yeah. He's very new ghost, but I don't hate them for it. That Do you know, what's the guy's name again? Tobias Forge. Forge. Toby Forge. His voice is incredible. Yeah. There's no no, no I'm an iron around that. So why, throughout this whole fucking album, has he ruined it by putting so many effects on it? I don't. It's so that's why this didn't get a seven, because the his vocals are shit in it. And I'm not saying his voice is shit, he's incredible at singing. The, the vocals of, yeah, were bad. There's a lot of echoey kind of. So like, much echo, loads of reverb. Of, yeah. yeah. It, but, it just doesn't work. When he's singing cleanly and it just sounds like he's singing underwater. It's a little pre chorus bit. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, as a song, yeah. Really, like this will go on the best of. Uh, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's the only one from this album that's going anywhere near the fucking best of. I'm, I'm not sure on that. Dumb. It's a toy album. I think I give it a three, but I'm going to check. God, have three. Faith. I gave it a five. I thought it was I'm all not right. mad. A four yeah. for the peeb is about right. Yeah, it, it, it was okay. Um, there were a couple of bit. The, I the can't main remember riff, it now. The, the start, you know, dun dun and the main riff's quite nice and chunky. It just drifts out a bit. So what? With rats going into faith, and that probably hurts faith a little bit. But it does those both those songs together is very new metal. Yeah, I kind of get. And Faith tails off a bit. This album has a bit of a new new metal album. Yeah, and that fits in with modern Ghost fans are going to be people that were into new metal. They're the guys that were getting into like Chimera and Kill Switch Engage and that when we were kids. And well, no, I think I think it would be Corn and Slipknot. They're the same same way. It's the same fucking thing. Oh, I think there's levels. I think Kill Switch are bad, but they're not Slipknot. They're not Slipknot. They're not. Fucking corn, yeah. corn of toilet corn water. Corn toilet water. See the light. This is a stonking one. I gave it a three. I, I hate absolutely it. hate this it. This is the one. My this wife, is a Linkin Park song. Though. My wife looked round the door when I was cooking because I had I had scowled at you. No, she actually came. What the fuck are you listening to? Really? And my wife is not. Well, she, she's her. probably got the Frozen soundtrack on on vinyl, I imagine. She, at the, our car journey music yeah. tends to sort of settle around Disney soundtracks because that's the only things we can agree on. Yeah. When my wife thinks that this is a little bit sloppy, yeah, and a bit like she, hmm. I was probably far too kind on it. I was expecting this to be absolutely crap, but I really hated the last two albums, so I think I was actually kinder to oh, this. This was a low point. This was for yeah. me. This was that. See the light was the real kind of okay. You've played the joke out now. Yeah. Uh, Miasma. I gave it a three. I gave it a three. Um, 
It's it, that was a. Uh, and it's, it gets better at, towards the end, but it's a long bus ride to get. It's a there. very. It doesn't do a lot in terms because it's um, instrumental. Yeah, and it's not lost for words, so it's always kind of struggle. Yeah, it's not Transylvania. No, but you know, when, you know, to its credit. <laughs> oh fuck you! Transylvania's really good. Transylvania is fine, but it's not lost for words. It is. Uh, it's dance... not. It's like two different songs. No, dance macabre. I um, I don't know why. I was just insulting this, but I gave it a six. What? I don't know. I must have liked it at the time. Because, do you know, Dan's not, no, no, it's not a Lady Gaga song. It is Behind Blue Eyes. Is that not a Lady Gaga song? No, that, so who originally did that? I know Link, uh, Limp Biscuit covered it. But I'm sure it's a, a song before them. I'm ripping on this a lot this week. Behind Blue Eyes. Dance Macabre, there are going to be lots of videos that people have cut. You know that dance that Wednesday does in the Wednesday series that's everywhere at the minute? Oh, no, it, it was Behind Blue There's Eyes. There's going to be loads of... By, um... Loads of, like, TikToks where people have cut bits of Dance Macabre to that. It's it's cringy. And it's not like in a... It's not like in a I'm really metal kind of cringy. Yeah, I just felt ick listening to it. Like, oh, sorry, it, it's a Who song that Limp Biscuit covered. I don't like the Who. No, I don't really like the Who. They're a bit boring. It's old man rock. Um, like a bad status quo. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why I gave it a six. It's there what, now, though. I'm not changing that, it. That's on record. I don't. That's that might be. The the riff is quite catchy, you know that. Dun, 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 I was clearly dun, in a good dun. mood. It's a little bit like when Tourist Ass covered that Boney M song, and you know for the first couple of t- uh, Rasputin. Tourist Ass are trash. Tourist Ass were fun. No, they, after this, Tourist Ass were fucking great. Tourist Ass, Tourist Ass and Fin Troll and all that shit. <laughs> put it in the bin. Fin Troll, fucking no, put fin it in troll, the bin. The first couple of albums when the guy actually looked like an actual tr- cave troll. Yeah, that was fun. And Just, then they got like some kind of black metal suit. Supermodel to front them. I can't remember his name. If but they he looked like he was doing the L'Oreal advert. I'm sure they they probably have a song. Both of them probably have a song called like "Lie Lie Hey" or something. That's interference. Is that that's, that that's put them song. in put them in the fucking bin as <laughs> well? Pop them in the bin. All you, of that you've shit. You've just given Dance Macabre <laughs> six. <laughs> yeah, right. You've, what's next? You know, Blorvy. Is it Ensiferum or Ensiferum? It doesn't matter. The, I think they're... Do- no, are they still going? Nostromo? I don't care. I don't know. Well, <laughs> no, of course you don't. You found your new favourite band. <laughs> I don't is- know. I, do you know what? Maybe I was trying <laughs> to draw a two and I did it wrong. Maybe. But maybe six. Oh my god! I can't be asked to change it. I've done my calculations. You brought that out to a four for the peeb, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> Pro Memoria. Two. I gave that a four. I actually like that. It was dumb. It is alright. It was really like again the jokes played out. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that, I think. Point, do you know what? This, you know, this album had a theme. There's what, not a lot to say. Let's cancel the segment. Yeah, I think I've given this, this way too high. <laughs> you have which image? Uh, three. I gave that a four. I'm not as mad about that, but that's well, because no. you get fucking dance macabre <laughs> sick, you dickhead. Look, Holy you shit. you gave uh, what do you call it? Theatre of Salvation a yeah, three. But I you gave Theatre of Salvation a three. I acknowledge. I still put that on my. Best. I'll acknowledge that you, dance macabre is macabre on your best of. Now. Oh no, I'm not going. I'll go back and listen to it. Fuck again. me. You've said dance macabre is on a par with the likes of Prime Mover. Oh my god! 
Oh shit, son! I think we need to get somebody. We'll get somebody else. It's into not. It's the not a six. It's not. I'm really embarrassed for you today. Well, no, I'm gonna. I'll do a quick calculation. Do you want to try and pronounce the next one? Uh, Helvets Funster. Helvets Funster. It's. I was definitely expecting the Swedish chef from the Muppets. So I'm. I'm going. I can't lower Lance Bacov all the way. Uh, I don't know why it was a six. I'm going to put it down as a four. Um, which would take two off of it because <laughs> that's how maths works oh. I mean a four does seem quite high because I've even put a note next to it saying this is just behind blue eyes I, let me get it straight I don't like behind blue eyes apparently, apparently I fucking do you spent years taking the piss out of our mate in the lads chat for liking Limp Biscuit. Yeah. yeah clearly tell, I'm tell if you're listening You've like for the next week, mate. You've got free reign. You can just you can just he, hammer me. Blows a Pantera fan now. How many tracks were there on this album? Again, nine, eight. Oh yeah, what did you give? Helvets of Fonster. Helvets of Fonster. I gave it a three. I gave it a two. I was hoping you would give it a four because they quite liked I it. I was quite bored. Uh, yeah, I think that's what stopped it. Like, yeah, it, it. It's not Genesis. Genesis was a really good outro instrumental. Yes, and that was only a four. Yeah. So. But apparently it's not as good as Dennis McCarbs. Fucking hell, Dennis McCarbs is six. I'm, I'm leaving. There's nine, you prick. Yeah, but one of them is the intro, isn't no. it? No. Life know? Eternal. Life Eternal? Yeah. Is that on? That's on the album, isn't it? Isn't it on? Hang on. It's I'm not gonna... a bonus, is it? I'm going to check this because I thought that was... So clearly I've ranked a song that Naylor has forgot to rank. <laughs> I'm going to give it a three because that's going to. I gave it a three. Uh, let's 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 put it this way. So the first couple of times I listened to this, I know I listened to the whole thing because it then went on to the next album, Impera. Yes. So I know I've listened to the whole thing and I can't remember it. So I I gave it a three. Let's go by that logic. It's a three because it, it didn't offend three. me enough that I I came in today cross yeah. about Dance Macabre. I don't remember Life don't Eternal. Remember. I've listened, yeah, my Amazon Music tells me I've listened to it. Life Eternal is it's a bit annoying. It adds to the it's not really about the Black Death. They've they've ruined a, what could have been a great concept. Yeah, they've, they've it's that's hurt them more, I think, because the source material could have been fun. Yeah, do you know what? Actually, that changes my mark by naught point one. So that's yeah. It's a th- it's got to be a three because it passed straight over it and it's about five minutes long. Well, yeah, it is. It's... Oh no, I think it's actually a lot shorter. I think it's about it's three, three minutes. minutes. Am I yeah. looking at the other one before it? No, it is three minutes. <laughs> Whatever. Not good. Not bad. Not good. Not, not bad. It didn't piss me off as much as see the light, so it's no. not going lower. So I came out at thirty four. Now I've made my corrections to Dance Macabre. <laughs> I've lowered Dance Macabre to a four because I don't. I don't remember giving it a six. That's yeah. That seems like that seems a, a bit much. Six is rats. So, that, um, man, you said that you said that rats is better than Prime Mover, and that's fucking stupid. Yeah, we've already established <laughs> yeah. though that. Upon them. Do you know what I did actually yesterday? I what? made a bit of a mistake, and I, I deliberately didn't really go back and change anything. When I was, I'm trying to clear my office out at the moment. Yeah, and I put this on for the first run through, mm-hmm. and obviously completely missed. The last song, and then I went back to Opus Eponymous. Oh, everything ghost, fucking everything hell. Ghost I've ever done since is absolute shit compared to that. Yeah, I, it's so good. You it's know when you so fucking good. I actually it annoys me when I listen to it because I know there's nothing else coming. Yeah, that's 
and I don't think you could now. I don't think you could go back and recapture that kind of. No, I think they've gone too far, and I think their fan base would hate it. Yeah, I, I, I don't think their fan base actually likes Opus Eponymous that much. I, I'm going to be a sweaty doom guy about this. Opus Eponymous is fucking incredible, and everything is. else is toilet. So um, I gave, I came to 34, which gives me a 3.7. I'm not uh, 26, 2.89, 2.89. Wow. It was a very bad... And I I think the new album... Spoiler for next week. I actually quite like the new album. But I think I like it because I hated this one so much. I listened to it once and then just kept rats. Right, yes. No, that's fair enough. Uh, that gives Prequiel a 5.69. So it is miles behind Infestissimum, which had an 8. 5.69? Shouldn't it be 6.6? Oh, shit. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. What did I say mine was? Uh, three point something. Shit. Three point seven. Your phone, you dick. Now can't be asked. Three point seven plus what did you give it? Uh, two point eight nine. Two point. Yeah, you're right. Just use the calculator, mate. I'm doing it. King it's six point five nine. Yeah, my bad. Uh, it's still miles behind Infestissimum, which has an eight. Good. It was much it, worse. Do you know what? All three. All worse. three of them are shit. Yeah, but this had far less to redeem it. So in this Festus didn't have Lamb, Cerise on it, and this didn't have Year Zero, Zero on it. It had, it had Perispera. Perispera is a good time. Yeah, better time. Secular, Secular Hades is a I four. Is a lot better than Dance Macabre. I think the problem is, obviously, you've gone really hard onto this album. Yeah, I've, I hate it. This one for me has scored about the same as Melora Infestissimum. They're all three about the same for me, but for you. You kind of liked them a bit more, and you clearly hated Prequel, so hmm. you have brought it down, which is fair enough. That's I how it works. The problem was the the two because you said Meliora, you'd never listened to, had you before? No, I, you've I, got some nostalgia for them. I listened right the way through to Prequel, and Prequel's the bit where I started really taking the piss out of Ghost for a few years, and yeah. the new albums kind of brought me back around a little bit. So I don't, I, I don't know whether I'm going to have to eat some crow next week because next week will be the final album next week we're listening to Impera uh, but I'm not sure whether I said this already last week but part of me was always like oh do I just dislike ghosts because there was a cardboard ghost hat in Metal Hammer and they're fucking everywhere no, no I actually dislike them because I think they're a, they've they're got a bit they've megadathed yeah they started real strong yeah they got our hopes up yeah and pooped on them so we're we're hoping the the next album they release is Countdown to Extinction. Yeah. So they can actually get something back. And then finish on that instead of... Yeah, then stop. A risk just stop. Us. They'll never stop, though, because it's, it's a big... It's like a... They're Metallica now. They are, yeah. He said he wants to do, like, the Ramstein-level shows. And to do that, he's got to do it for, like, 20 years to make any money, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, what's going to be quite nice, though... What? Is that the next one's going to finish the year for us because the next episode that we deliver... Yeah. It, we're New Year, New Band, because we're not doing the best off of this, are we? It's Opus Eponymous. Yeah, do you know what? I'll, let's say that now, yeah. because it... Op- buy Opus it's, Eponymous, don't buy if, the other album. Because Opus Eponymous has like seven tracks on yeah. it, doesn't it? And yeah. then, so you could actually put Opus Eponymous on the best of. If we had 12 tracks, and yeah. then put Rats, Cerise, and Year Zero, and Square Hammer after it, there you go, there's the best of. Yeah, done, agreed. So, yeah. And it's going to make them come There's no worse. point. It's going to drop those all to fours. Ghost are... I, w- I would say they're probably they they've not annoyed me as much as Megadeth simply because they're not as long. Yes, but the joke is played out. Yeah, 
I would say that these last three albums have been on par with the worst Megadeths put out there. No, you're wrong. I th- no. I'm not wrong. No, they were bad. I'm not wrong. <laughs> I don't remember them. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll next week, as well as dropping this last album, we'll yeah. tell you what we're going to do in the new year and we'll make it good this time. Yeah, we're going to do a, a good bang. Maybe one bit longer than five albums. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get Maybe some a bit of a sweaty band. Let's try and <laughs> get some ideas. Yeah, we're we're going we're leaning a bit more towards the Iron Maiden. We've thrown yeah. some ideas around, but we'll not. We'll we'll deliver that. There'll be a there'll be a gender reveal. You know, there'll, there'll be, be a blue or a pink balloon. And... There'll there'll be a twist. Let's just say that. Oh right. Speaking of a twist. Pudding of the week. Can I have some more? Welcome back, fellows. It is I, Thomas Lethbridge, and I am once again here to bring you Pudding of the Week, the segment of the show where we learn a little about a delicious dessert from around the globe, and Naylor ranks it on a scale of his choosing. This week's pudding is... Christmas cake. Christmas cake is a traditional English cake that began as plum porridge. Hmm? A traditional English Christmas cake is made with currants and sultanas that have been soaked in brandy, rum, whiskey or sherry. Or all of them if you know what you're doing. The cake may be covered in layers of marzipan and icing is usually on top with ribbons, snowmen, Fir trees or Father Christmas. Oh, Letho, you sexy beast. Now, the Christmas cake is not limited to England. The name Christmas cake is also applied to the Allahabadi cake in India and Pakistan, where the small Christian population will give that as a gift to other Christian Christmas-celebrating Indians or Pakistanis. Good lads, that's bringing you some followers in. Mm. It's a similar cake, but it's not quite the same. It's not decorated in the same way. If Opus Eponymous is dragging people into Satan, Christmas cake's getting you into Jesus. Yes. Now, I see that Bloor has remembered his squash this week, so I'm just going to to go down over there and... Leave some floaters in it. I think he he looks a little bit too happy about the whole... Isn't Oliver Twist like a workhouse tale? Tom yeah. got all nostalgic for a minute there. You know, and he said, can I have some more? The, that well, little squeak. Well, Tom, know, Tom flashed a little bit there. Like he, uh, I had a little bit of theory about our friend Thomas. Hmm, a bit of now, lore. Well, lore would imply that I made it up. Um, okay, I a, think, a little so bit of a, history. I think it's a theory. So, Thomas screams Victorian workhouse. Yes, that's definitely... Workhouse master. Yes. However, he's clearly been around previous to that. I mean, yeah. I'm talking biblical. He's been to Babylon. He was in Sodom. He was, you know... Yeah, all of these so empires I don't that have fallen, think... I think, have fallen behind our friend. Yeah, so there's either two things that have happened. He really fucking loved Victorian England and he just kept that I, style. I think it plays to everything for him. Maybe. Though. Or does Thomas not move solely forward? Do you mean he flips backwards? And forwards? I don't know whether like there's a bit of a Doctor Who thing going. Not, not like... <laughs> I bet there is, because you came up with it. <laughs> 
Thomas isn't Thomas isn't fictional. No, but you came up with a theory. Oh yeah, maybe yeah. <laughs> so I I don't know. Does he just wake up each day? I don't or know. Does he it... visit different times? That's like what I think so. I don't think it, I think Thomas is in the time isn't linear mm. school. So it, maybe if the current modern day isn't horrible enough, he'll go back. And trigger something to it's make getting it bad. pretty grotty, though, now. Yeah, like, it's pretty yeah, I, think shit. This, I think this might be the next... I think if at the minute we're getting Victorian Thomas, which was the last time things got this bad... Yeah, we're going to get, like, Sodom Thomas What's soon. Thomas get? We're going to get Influencer Thomas. Like, in a hundred years' oh. time, you know, like... Jake this Paul pod, This Thomas. podcast will still be going. Obviously, yeah. But, yeah, you're going to get, like... Um, I don't know any influence. Well, Jake Paul is the one I know. And, is he the and his Pokemon brother. card guy? Yeah, that or his brother Logan Paul, I think his name is. They're both cock knockers. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're both like boxers now, so probably shouldn't, shouldn't bad mouth too much. To bad the shit out they're not going to listen to this, though. They're both dickheads. Yeah, they are both dickheads. Be- beat them both in a fight with one hand tied behind my back. Good. Now, we're just going to quickly... Hit stop on the recording while I run downstairs and get the Christmas cake because I mean, forgot Thomas it. Thomas didn't manifest it with him. Oh yeah, of course, but he, he manifested it downstairs. <laughs> That's the kind of shit he pulled. He manifested it, but it's in the toilet. <laughs> and we're back. That was seamless. So these are supplied by obviously Thomas, but these are Mister Kippers. Mm. We're back with Kippers. Uh, we've probably hit the Kippers a, a good five times now. He's a good man. And he makes exceedingly good prepackaged. Yeah, and if he needs slightly anyone dry, to show okay. for him. Yeah, oh yeah, if he wants to sponsor us, they're not dry at all. They're moist and succulent. We'll stop saying fuck. I'll, oh, I will stop saying fuck. Yeah. I'll stop saying cunt, shit, fuck, bollocks, asshole. I won't call you a dickhead when you give Dance Macabre like a million on the next one. Yeah. If Mr. Kippers wants to uh, tidy us up I'll a little watch bit. my language. Hmm. I'll drop down to just saying If a he bit wants crap. to stop being a cunt and sponsor this podcast. Then... Yeah, look, Kippers, rise from your grave <laughs> and sponsor this podcast. Is he, he's dead, isn't he? Kippers well, is dead. Let me just check. You you mull that just to check over. Is Mr. Kipling dead? You're going to get is an awful Mr. lot of obituaries from like the Salisbury Times. Is Mr. Kipling halal? No, I want to know whether he's dead or not. <laughs> <laughs> he himself probably is not. Was, was he drained of his blood before he was? <laughs> so, oh God. wait, did Mr. Kipling even ever exist? That's a. That seems like no, an existential crisis. The brand was created in the 1960s by Rank Hovis McDougall. No. Apparently, um, Mr. Kipling is a brand of cakes. But did Mr. Kipling ever exist? Let me just check. Did Mr. Kipling exist? I'm not getting any clear answers, but it looks like no. Hmm. No, he doesn't. Mr. Kipling doesn't exist. Just like Cat in Bird's Eye. Uh, hang on a minute. He did exist because I've seen him in the adverts. <laughs> And he got, he was really fat and old for a bit, and then he got really bored. Oh my god, when they made him sexy. <laughs> when they made him sexy. <laughs> it was when he got bored fronting Fintroll. Yes. <laughs> Fucking, oh, why did they make Captain Birdseye sexy? Well, I'm not going to Google that. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get Captain Birdseye and Lucario inside each other. <laughs> He's doing things with that palapa. <laughs> 
<laughs> Pelican can speak. He's Do just what? speaking off. It's amazing. You put a little bit of sugar in you. <laughs> and you just... You turn into the policeman from Noddy, but instead of being angry, you just start rocking back and forward, giggling. <laughs> I'm trying to sing March of Time. Listen. We had that running joke about a year and a half ago. Yeah, that Michael Keesk from Halloween was actually the policeman from Noddy. They look very similar. They do look similar. And there's a lot of like poses where it looks like, like he's shit. saying, throw the key. <laughs> Oh, fucking Halloween is so good. Mm. Oh, God damn it, I love them. So, well, what scale are you using for our Christmassy cake here? This mm. is, uh, I should clarify, this is the English Christmas cake Mr. Kipling has supplied us with, not the Indian, uh, I've forgotten what it was called, but it had an interesting name, Allahabadi cake. Okay, well, you know what, since you just said it's the English version, isn't it? so I've, the whole of this podcast I've also been watching the test match. Yep. We're going to rank it on the four main forms of cricket. The test match, for anyone listening that is remotely interesting, is cricket. Because I'm just assuming that interesting people wouldn't know that. I think they will. I think all the... I think everyone has just paused Test Match Special to listen to our podcast. Oh, I don't think so. Because they don't want to miss a wicket. It's... Oh, my God. Even the names of stuff. <laughs> you fucking stupid. Stupid. cricket so much. I, cricket I, leans real hard into the whole pudding boy sphere. Yeah, it's I guess. just a little bit odd. Um, I, d- I don't... I'm not into... Surprise, surprise. Not I'm not into sport. This this year, I'm getting you into cricket. There's no way that you're happen. getting you into war. I, I think you're going to have to drag me kicking and screaming because I can't even drink alcohol at the moment yeah but you can get really sweaty about cricket mm. there's a lot of rules and some of them are very odd but the ball is very hard yeah it hurts like so I'm not playing it, it no I've stopped playing it because it hurts like yeah. fuck when someone but then I don't get the enjoyment I have to do it myself do you know yeah That's why I don't really... a lump of leather with a big bit of wood it's funny yeah and then having tea, the tea is the reason that most people get into cricket mm. let's be real clear right so there's four Let's say there's four main forms of international cricket. Yep, okay. The test match is the five-day-long two goes with the bat for each side. And is that is they country teams or are they... Yes, they're country. Yeah. I'm doing these at international. I'm going to oh, like, no, yeah. no, yeah. I'm not going to get into counter cricket and that kind of thing. That is really one man and his dog sat in the rain at Worcester yeah, on a no Thursday one, afternoon. It's, you're not seeing a... Oh, actually, you're Brian Lara cricket. Ignore me, I was going to... They're not putting fireworks on at the no. end of every county yeah. cricket game. Coca-Cola is not sponsoring, you know, Burton's cricket team. Yeah, but now that Ronaldo stopped winning at cricket as well, I bet he's <laughs> invented cricket too. Oh, yeah, Ronaldo probably invented cricket. So they got cricket. that. Then they had one-day internationals, which yep. are 50 lots of six balls. and Six balls in an over. 50 lots of those per side, but you only get to play with the bat once. What the fuck are you talking so, about? A, a Fifty balls of each size. So yeah, three hundred balls for each team to bat against. I'm trying. I'm just trying to think of a funny way of saying I've got two balls right here <laughs> with the bat against. It's not a bat. It's a bale. They're the little bits that go on top of the stalks. <laughs> then you've got what? Why? Then you've got T20 or 2020 cricket, which is about. Just under half the length of the one-day cricket. <laughs> yes. And then you've got the 100, which is the dumbed-down version for you, where you get 100 balls, 
Yeah. Which is why you're being put straight away. <laughs> not, none of this makes any sense. And there's lots of fireworks and Lady Gaga does the halftime show. Oh, good. So you'd get your dance macabre fix. M- will she play the piano, like in the music video for the song she did for Maverick, um, and there's no piano in the song? Probably. So she's sitting there playing the whole thing, pouring her heart out about, I forget what it's about, holding hands. And... Uh, I think it's called Holding Hands. It's not Mighty Wings, is it? It's not Mighty Wings. Uh, but she's she's hammering this fucking piano and it's an electric guitar in the background. <laughs> Man, I'm going to watch Maverick again. So, I really yeah, want to uh, watch it again. It's back at the cinema. <laughs> yeah, Maverick's back at selected cinemas. <laughs> Happy Christmas, guys. Yeah. Do you know what? I know, I'm I'm going to see I it. might actually. Yeah, like, I might. Yeah, let's do that. Let's go. Right, so we're going to say test is the best. That's the one everyone wants to do. It's the oldest. It's the most traditional. Yes. And at the minute, England are making it real exciting because they're playing it with a bit of zazz. Again. Are England winning? Yeah, they are. They're getting quite. Isn't like... it usually India that wins? It's normally in. It's normally India, Australia, Pakistan. All the teams that basically aren't England. Yeah. But we used to be really nervous about this. We went through a phase of being a bit doddery, and now we're just fucking gunning it, and it's kind of fun again. Oh, okay. I'm going to put the hundred. Yep. Really controversially second. It's brand new and everyone who really likes cricket hates it. And okay. it's getting people who don't like cricket into cricket. Yeah. And it just gets the fuck on with it. And, and not- will the same team play that? No, the hundreds a bit weird. Um this is the one that I'm doing at the minute. It's not the international one. That's only in this country at the minute. Right, okay. But it's a brand new format and everyone got really sweaty about how it's different. Mm. But it's getting people excited about it and you can watch a whole hundred match in an evening after work. That that sounds fucking awful. Like, that doesn't make that sound bad, but it makes everything else sound worse. <laughs> Are you telling me old. you can't watch a whole cricket match after work? The test is five days long. Fucking hell! You have to take a holiday to watch a full test Oh, match. my God! <laughs> Fuck me. I thought Warhammer 40k was bad. It takes four hours. A test cricket, if you do it well, takes five days. You can't hear that what I've just done, but I've just farted, and that's how I feel about this. And then you've got the other two. So you've got one day, which is the one that takes a full day, and then you've got uh, 2020, which takes a bit less than that, but a bit more than 100. Right. I'm putting Christmas cake in. I'm going to put it in as a test match. It's a great time. It's, oh, really? Okay, yeah, you're going big, that high. It's filling. But it's, it can be it shit, can, though. Yeah, it can be so dry. A test match can be horrendous. But then again, if it's dry, you just whack it in the microwave and pour some custard over yeah. it. Yeah, and that's it. If if you're doddering around in a test match, you yeah. get aggressive and you start twatting that little bit of leather I'll with your you big that. stick of wood. And it's like England did. Everyone was taking the piss out of England because we'd play for a draw and we'd lose spectacularly. So now we're like, well, we're playing. Oh, we're win. playing if, safe. Is that yeah, what you mean? Yeah, yeah, but badly. And yeah. now we play really aggressively. So at least if we lose, we're like, well, we'll come for you next time, pal. Yeah. And put carpet under our arms and shuffle about yeah, a bit. And everyone we're looks, big lads. Yeah. The only thing with cricket now is that everyone's like, it's like football. And that everyone's gone super athletic, and that's oh. kind of. I'm out now. I, I'm not taking a spectacular diving catch. I'm waddling over and picking the ball up out of the trifle. But like Fre- Freddie Flintoff was cricket, wasn't he? Yeah. And he was a very uh, healthy I think, man. I think he was... The, yeah, he, he, he used was to make a joke that, about him being a fat lad. Right. But I bet Freddie Flintoff could still run to the moon and back. Yes. Like, yeah. 
he's not waddling over to the chicken satay and no. picking the ball up out of those. He's not talking about hitting up the pudding station twice. <laughs> I fucking miss His podcast cricket. is not about this. <laughs> no, no, if you put sugar... Although I bet if you put sugar in Freddie Flintoff, I bet that was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would I'd pay to see that. Oh, man. So, yeah. Christmas cake, Christmas big cake, time. Test cricket. Yep. Uh, you, okay at Warhammer. Yeah, me, me, do you know what? 26 out of 66, would have liked, after I started winning, Mm. would have liked to be in top third, but I'm just out of that. Yeah, it's not by much. I would have needed to be 22. Yeah. So not by much. So that's what my aim is going to be for next time, is top third, Mm. which I think is quite, that's that's actually, that's a goal. That's that's a big deal goal to aim for. Yeah. If you're in the top third of anything, at, at university... Uh, first is is it eighty or or seventy or above? In percentage, yeah. it was eighty. Two one is seventy. Yeah, that's about the top third, isn't it? Yeah. So it's a two one. That's where I that's was. A good nice degree. and nice and comfortably. Yeah. I still don't know how I managed to pull that off. Yeah, I'm not showing it off. I'm not trying. Like... No. <laughs> I I think I fell into that. Yeah. I think it's a solid two one. That's top third though. That's like yeah, it is top yeah, third. I don't. I don't think I was a solid two one. I think I got in. Yeah, but you're telling people you've got that. Yeah, you're not going to hide that. No, if you go to a job interview, you're yeah. leading with that. You're not. You don't st- say I have a degree. You say I got a two one. Yeah. yeah, you're not mumbling. It was a low two two. Yeah, yeah. Um, Good times and prequel. Prequel dog very shit. bad. Yeah, yeah. Ghost. Um, ghost boring. Sliding. Yeah. I'm hoping. Well, let's see what the next one brings. So, where can you find the P? Oh, before we do the where can you find the PBs next week? We'll drop on the same time on a Wednesday. Uh, absolutely fine, but it will it'll drop after Christmas. But for us, it'll be before Christmas. Yeah. So we'll probably be talking Christmas. Yeah, we're going to mess with the timeline a little bit because we can talk like we can talk our favourite presents that we ever got. Oh yeah. And it will arrive after people just got some presents this year. That aren't as good. Because yeah. the world's in the toilet. Oh, do you know what? No fucker's getting a white tiger's award. I've got I've got the best... Are you going to order one? I've got the best um, surprise Christmas present anyone has ever got. And I'll save that for next week. I'm and looking forward to it. I guarantee it. it's absolutely bum-blowing. But... Let's sign off. We're available where you can find us on YouTube and also Spotify, Audible, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, all that good shit. Remember to subscribe, follow, auto-download, whatever it's called on your platform so you don't miss an episode. We are also on Instagram and Facebook and the Instagram is a fun place to check out the sometimes quite strange piece of artwork I or an AI for the past two weeks create for every episode. Farewell. I've been Blore, he's been Naylor. I don't know why I'm dragging this out. No, no, no. So this is this already been quite a long episode. They don't need more of us. I think they're full. <laughs>